Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Round Table with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Round Table with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. He's wearing, like, yeah. nice clothes. Yes, stuff. yes. He's the most dressed-up producer we have had, James. He looks <laughs> looks uh, way overqualified to be yes, in there. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing he's got, he's, got the, he's got the polo vest. Why do you work he's rocking. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> so we'll, we're going to make him talk at some point on the microphone. Someday. We'll let, it, let him get settled in there. All right, welcome back to the show. It's James Strebel. It's the round table. Thanks to Phil Baker for hanging out. And earlier we had uh, Trevor Cravens and Pete Weiss from Country Boy Brewing uh, talking about what they have going on at the Tailspin L Fest. That'll be on March 2nd. So please head out there. Um, so there we go. 437-9680 is a UPS jobs text line if you want to get on the show uh, that way. And then and don't forget about our good friends over at Cox's and Evergreen Liquors. 27 area locations. Walk in, drive through, delivery. Cox's Evergreen Liquors. That's Louisville's go to liquor store. No matter where you want to do your tailgating for basketball or whatever it is, there's a Cox's Evergreen Liquors in your neighborhood or at least around your neighborhood. They also have that buy three, get one free cigar Wednesdays. Check that out. That'll be this Wednesday. Buy three, get one free. They have all those good premiums to go. Also, they'll have a tent up at the Tailspin Ale Fest, so check that out. They'll have their their tobacco products, cigar products, everything you need there at the Tailspin Ale Fest. Go to CoxesLouisville.com. They have the wine, those craft beers, those normal beers. They have those Country Boy Brew beers uh, that I'm drinking out of my – the orange cream cider that I'm drinking right now is delicious. They have that, all the bourbons, and more. Cox's and Evergreen Liquors, Cox'sLouisville.com. And just a reminder, tomorrow, well, it's not a reminder because I haven't told you yet. Tomorrow, Zach, we're going to be on the road, Anna Tarullo and I. We're going to be at the Blind Squirrel. How about that? There you go. Yeah, for Mardi Gras, tomorrow's Fat Tuesday. Oh, yeah. You have uh, Lent. Lent starts on Wednesday, and I'll, I'll have to go to Ash uh, Wednesday service mm-hmm. uh, as well. But, yeah, we'll be out the Blind, Blind Squirrel uh, tomorrow. Always love going out there. Uh, so, so if, if you want to come check us out, We'll be live there from the Blind Squirrel. They always have a great Mardi Gras party. Usually have a live band out there. Last last uh, year, Zach, uh, Andy and I saw uh, Beth Satterfield. Scott Satterfield's wife was in there hanging out. We didn't see her until after the show. <laughs> Would have loved to have gotten her on air, but uh, yeah, that no I kidding. didn't have that opportunity. So Anna and I will be out there tomorrow uh, drinking some beer, eating some appetizers, having a good time. So come join us at the Blind Squirrel. What are you giving up for Lent? Have you decided? That's a great question, Zach. I haven't decided yet. I, I don't know. 
I've got to figure it out here soon, though. I only have 48 hours. Well, actually, less than that, because yeah. Ash Wednesday services at 8.15 a.m. on Wednesday. So I, I've, got, I've got to figure something out quick. Luckily, I don't have to stress over that because I'm not Catholic. So I've never had to think for a second about <laughs> what I'm giving up for there you 40 go. days. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. And, and there's, it's an, a common misconception is that you have to give something up. You can also just choose something to do to improve yourself. Yeah. Like you don't have to to, to give something because we fast anyway because every Friday we can't eat meat and all and you know we can't I can't eat meat on Wednesday either. That's why I'm, I'm going to go all out and eat all kinds of food tomorrow. Of course. Of course, absolutely. So, you know, I I'll fast like on like like on during Lent like I won't eat anything but dinner on Fridays. Like yeah, I, I couldn't do that. I won't do. Yeah, I won't. I, I'll, 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 I won't eat throughout the day. I'll just drink coffee, drink water, whatever I got to do, and then I won't eat until dinner time. Um, so that's something I do every year. I'll probably do that on Wednesday too, uh, and just you know fast throughout the day. Yeah. So I'll, 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 that's probably what I'm going to do. I'm just going to fast and contemplate. And I always get a book. I get a little Lenten book that I, re- I have daily readings and prayers that I do. I'll do that, Zach. Okay. So instead of giving something up, I'll fast and I'll do my daily prayer book. Yeah, why well, give something up when you can just make yourself better? It Exactly. That? That's that's why I, that's that's the way I think about it. Doesn't be giving something up. Absolutely. And then on Friday, Zach, we're going to be at eight one two Hemp. Okay. We're doing a show there. Max Godby and I will be out there and, yeah. and having a good time. So we'll be we'll be out and about and on the road this week here on the roundtable four three seven nine six eighty UPS Jobs Text Line. All right. We 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 talked a lot about the Super Bowl um, uh, earlier in the show. Talks with Kentucky basketball, some some Louisville basketball. So I'll, I'll go ahead and and continue on the Kentucky conversation because it, it's one of these conversations that Zach, um, you know, I think a lot of people in BBN are tired of having uh, with John Calipari, but at the same time, it's it has to be had. And there's nothing that Mitch Barnhart or Kentucky can do about it right now. But the John Calipari conversation is getting more and more awkward by the day. And there's some Calipari sound. You want to play some Calipari sound here, Zach? And then we'll play. Some I will. Grace. But we got to play this one. All right, let's go ahead. Gratitude. Let's start there. <laughs> yeah, a little grace, a little gratitude. Let's start there. Uh, let, let, let's go ahead and, and uh, there's some Chris Mack stuff here that we'll get to later on. But to go ahead and uh, Cal Perry won. Cal uh, UK lost the game in the first half. But it's just tough. I mean, we've lost three games like kind of like that where we have a chance. And I, I told him after we lost the game in the first half. That's where we lost the game. And then we came back and fought and made it close, but the first half is what cost us. Okay, so there's you saying the first half is what cost us, which I agree. Kentucky got off to another bad start, but as Phil Baker pointed out, they took a six-point lead in the second half stack. Yeah, right. And that was something that, you know, we talked about a little bit on the post game show as it was cut off because you know Bellarmine basketball. And we, we 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 you know we are there are partners, so we're going to play those games. Obviously, that's right. But there's no excuse. You can't sit there if you're John Calipari and say Zach that we lost the game in the first half when you take a lead in the second half, not just like a one two point lead, six point lead with a chance to extend that lead yeah. and make it more, and just completely continue to collapse on defense game after game after game. And with John Calipari, it, 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 he he didn't really lash out that much he was he, he was very positive with the fans for the most part but it's always somebody else's fault it's that i think he used the word the phrase negative nellies that's right 
yeah on, on on saturday and it's like man it's like the reason why calipari there are negative nellies is because you continue to underperform with really great talent it's like everybody's talking about with kenny Payne talking about the negativity around the program well there's a reason for all the negativity because you're losing it's kind of the little secret of sports there's negativity if you don't win games yes and i think both things can be true did they lose the game partially because of the first half yeah but is that the first half the reason they lost the game no when yeah. you ta- when you go up six in the second half you've erased the first half deficit. at home yes at home there and they scored what they were trading baskets at the end of the game there was like seven or eight possessions they scored on in a row yeah and they gained no ground because they couldn't get any stops so yeah that's the reason you lost the game is because gonzaga ran the same three or four plays over and over again not because you struggled in the first half that didn't help your cause obviously and you can't get off to bad starts in the first half but that's not the reason they lost the game that and rebounding I mean, they, every they, game they couldn't get they couldn't get a stop, and I, you know I said this on Saturday. There were so many times when the basketball hit a Kentucky player's hands, mm-hmm. and they just couldn't grab. They couldn't it. squeeze the orange. They, they couldn't squeeze. As Clark Kellogg loved to say, they couldn't squeeze the orange. Yeah, that's right. And a Gonzaga player was they were opportune. They they would if, they, if the Kentucky player couldn't grab grab the basketball, they 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 take it right from him. Yep. Or there's a time where the, like the the, the uh, I think I don't know if it's Ek or the other guy just like ripped the ball out of Aaron Bradshaw's hands. Like he's just not physically strong enough. And that's been Bradshaw's problem all years. He's not that physical. He has not been able to fight through contact. He doesn't seem to be able to rebound the ball. And he, he's a guy that looks like Tarzan and plays like Jane. Yeah. If ball, it, it you go back to Tubby Smith talking about Kalina Azabuki uh, right. back in the day, he, he, he said the exact same thing. And I just, I just feel like, I just feel like Zach, there's always an excuse with John Calipari yep. here recently. Is Oscar Seaway's footwork isn't good enough to, to guard the pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have enough shooters. They are too young. Uh, they rely too heavily on a guy like Davion Mintz or Kellen Grady, who are, you know, were, were mid-major type guys coming in. Like, they, they, they weren't his guys. Jacob Toppin. And now this year... The excuses are, well, they haven't been healthy. I mean, how can you expect them to win games with them if they're not healthy? It's that and, well, you know, I mean, these guys just, you know, they're just physically not there. They're, they're, they're not where they need to be. That's not Cal's fault. It is Cal's fault. That's one of the things that, that, that Zach, to me, has been the most tiresome. Yeah. Is the nothing is ever Cal's fault. It's always the players. It's always the circumstances. And it's, this isn't the majority of the fan base. But there's a segment of the fan base that always default on it's everybody else's fault but John Calipari's. When you're the constant behind every problem, it's on you. And look, you have the strength and conditioning coaches. If you don't want guys getting hurt, Get a better strength and conditioning coach. Not everything's going to be perfect. People are going to be hurt. Hmm. There are going to be games where people miss shots. You know, you 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 have young teams because that has been your entire thing. Going back to Memphis, you want young teams, and you know what? The talent's there, but the immaturity is also there. Yeah, and he can't just fall back on that now. This is a program that used to be the gold standard of college basketball. We're going on twelve years without a national championship. We're going on nine years without a Final Four. We're going on five years without a appearance in the second freaking weekend for crying out loud this is a program that should be alabama football as far as their standard is title or bust you're right that is not the case right now and john calipari for all the success that he's had and all these all-stars we have the most all-stars of any team in the nba it's the greatest night in kentucky history (laughs) you have one national championship to show for it john 
I'm sorry. That's not good enough. When you have that much talent, you win one national championship, one of the biggest underachieving jobs in the history of college basketball, if he doesn't win a second. Yeah, and, 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 you, and look, as much as I hate to say it, you're right. Because I, I, I like Cal. I do. I, I'm I'm not a radio host that has an agenda with him. I, I'm not a radio host that, you know, wants to see him fired. I, I, I wanted Cal to succeed. I, I thought this year was the year that he finally got back to his roots and got that chip on his shoulder and dismissed the the idea that I can do everything and brought new people in, new eyes, new ears, new blood on the bench. And it just it's the same result. And I think Zach, I said it before in the in, in, in the four o'clock hour. The most demoralizing thing about this season is we thought we were back. Yeah. We thought we thought we had it. And they had reason to think that because you have the number one recruiting class. You have Antonio Reeves. You've got everything you want. Calipari yeah. has no excuses. This There's year. No He's got the seven-footers. No. He's got the guards that can penetrate. He's got decent defenders right. like DJ Wagner. He has everything he would want in a team that, you know, when he got here, what, they were going to the Final Four every other year. Yes. And I don't know what's happened since 2015. I don't know if the Wisconsin game's suck something out of his soul or whatever but they haven't been the same program since but this is exactly what he would have signed up for if given the opportunity to build a dream roster and you can't win with this roster that's on you yeah in the in the fan base and we'll go ahead and play uh cal two message uh for uk fans after third straight loss at interrupt arena this is a fan base that has been supporting the the team they've yes. they've gone out maybe this three that's three home games in a row zach where it's sold out you hear, you know, people talking on Twitter and on radio shows about the the buzz in the arena, the mood in the arena. The fans are hungry. They want to support the team. They want to see these wins. And it's like Mark Stoops. Here's what John Calipari and Mark Stoops shake hands, Zach. Come out, fans. Support the team. Cheer the guys on. You know, don't be analytical. Just thank you. Just come out and cheer the team on. We're going to perform for you guys. It's going to be good. And then after the game, they lose. Yeah. And the support's there. The fans go. They pay the money. They buy the concessions. They pay for parking. They have beer now they can enjoy. But they still lose basketball games. They still lose football games. Enough with the... Come out and support us. Come out and support us. How about you support the fans? Support the fans. Support the fans. Win some damn games. And I've never like, been... Like, enough's enough. I, I, it's an unpopular opinion, maybe. I don't have a problem booing the college players. Especially now that they're making money. Yeah. Well, I think they're more booing Cal. Yeah, they're booing everybody. They're, they're booing... Yeah, they're, I, I think... I, but it's I, on I, the millionaire coach. I, you didn't know it is. Because I don't think... I haven't seen much of... I haven't seen much of the fan base going at the individual players. Um, there was a little kerfuffle with uh, Dylan Ballard from KSR and Adu Fierro's dad, who is basically like, you know, hey, keep my son's name out of your mouth from now on. Which, which Adu Fierro, like he, like Ballard was like, Adu played too many minutes. Adu was the last problem. Kentucky Adu had. was great on he, Saturday. He was great. Like he almost got the play. He got almost got the player of the game. Yes. Outside of the fact that Reed Shepard just went off in the second half. Right. He was going to get the player of the game. He was the only guy in the first half that was keeping that Kentucky team in the game. Correct. That was really the only instance that I saw like people, you know, crapping on the players. It's mostly geared towards John Calipari. Mm-hmm. And I'm with you. If these players are making money, it's fine to boom. They're fair game. But I, I, I don't think I don't think it's a player problem, man. No. I do not think it's a player problem. What happened to Calipari after twenty fifteen? Like they went to the <laughs> Fall Four four out of five years. They were the preeminent program in the country. They won a national title in twenty twelve. Is it just the enormity of 
38-0 turning into 38-1, and he's just never recovered? Because, I mean, the Patriots had the same thing happen to them. They were 18-0 well, and lost the Super Bowl, and then seven years later, they continued their dynasty. I don't, I, I don't think it was that, because you had you had teams in that run, Zach, that, that very well could have been final four teams so like, the De'Aaron, like the De'Aaron Fox team 19 I mean they, they were they were probably the second best team in the country yeah and they just happened to play North Carolina and lose to them on a buzzer beater if they beat North Carolina they probably win the title they probably win the title that year yeah. uh, the P.J. Washington year with Tyler Hero 19 uh, and Ashton Higgins and Emmanuel Quickly like that, that and uh, uh, who, who else was on that team that was a, that was a good player oh Reed Travis Reed was on Travis. that team yeah that, that was a good team and they just had they went to overtime with Auburn and lost yeah like that team could have gone the final four the Nick Richards, Tyrese Maxey, Manuel Quickly team. That's that's the all time what if team. Yep. Because they won the SEC by three games. They were studs. They 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 were really really good that year. I don't think it was 2015. I think it was whatever between that year and the COVID year. Something happened, mm-hmm. and Cal Calipari has never recovered from it. And I think the enormity of being in the Hall of Fame, but only having one national title and realizing that his time at Kentucky is, you know, the end of it is fastly approaching, has made him too much of a, I don't, I don't want to use the word perfectionist, but I, I, I just, I just think he second guesses himself too much. And this team was playing very differently before December and Camp Cal. Yes. They were more free-flowing. The defense wasn't great, but it was better than it is now. I feel like his his issues are rubbing off on the team now. They're pressing too much. They're, They're trying to do too much. He's pressing. They're pressing. Everybody's pressing right now. Everybody's pressing. And I think defensively is not a player problem either. It's a coaching issue. Yeah. Because it was blamed on Oscar Sheway the previous two years. And we are now saying it's, it wasn't just Oscar Sheway. No. It's scheme. It's scheme. It's scheme. Quit the switching BS. Do something else. Get in the gym. Figure it out. But he won't do it. He won't do it. He was too worried about Gonzaga making a bunch of threes. And it. As a result, they were just running pick and roll, and they were running the same three or four plays to death. Like at some point, you gotta stick out and have a defender, you know, get out and look. You gotta rebound the ball. You gotta have whether it's Bradshaw on Yenso. I didn't think played enough on Saturday. I don't know where on Yenso was, but he seems uh, he, to be he, the rim protector. He's the guy that seems to give a damn defensively underneath the basket. I, I agree, and he didn't play. I agree with you. No, and it was he. He gets to a point where he has these players picked out that he's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta show everybody that this player's good. I think he he's that way with Justin Edwards right now, and he's that way with Aaron Bradshaw. Like he he has to he has to enforce the he has to force the issue with those two guys. I'm going to play him come hell or high water. Aaron Bradshaw is getting absolutely abused on Saturday. Zach, we watched we watched it. We sat in the studio and watched it over and over again. Me and you and Jason Ince and Spencer Brown were all saying the same thing: get him out. Yes. Get him out. They're going at him every single every play. Time. And it, what, two minutes left, then he takes him out. Yeah. And Dillingham and the damage didn't was play done. in the second half. No. He, 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 he played, play- yeah, like 14 minutes or something like that. Something. And, look, if you want to go with the, this is the lineup that was bringing him back in the game, BS or whatever he went with, fine. But there is no excuse. The last possession of the game, when you have a timeout and you're down by two, where is Rob Dillingham? Yeah. For him not to be out there. You don't need two big guys out there. You need Reed Shepard, you need Antonio Reeves, and you need Rob Dillingham. Your three best offensive players have to be on the floor the last possession of the game. It, Terrible 
play call aside, Dillingham has to be out there. I mean, they're getting torched on defense regardless. Yes, it like, doesn't it, matter. It, like, if, if his excuse was like, well, I mean, this is my def- best defensive lineup, where well, they're getting torched. Yeah. Well, it, it didn't matter. You weren't getting put more firepower. Anyway. Yeah, put more fire. If, 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 if this is the game we're playing, where it's up and down, you trade shot, shot for shot, you got to put the most firepower out there. Justin Edwards is not a firepower player. No. He isn't. Aaron Bradshaw is not a firepower player. Mm-mm. He just isn't. You have to have one big out there to rebound. I get it. So put your best big out there. You, 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 to me, the lineup should have been Ugana, Reeves, yep. Shepard, Dillingham, and Fierro. The air. Yeah, the, the, the the, that would have been my five. I agree. You got three shooters, three guys who can get the bucket. A Dufiero is is the most arguably the most athletic guy on the team. Yes. You go those out there. You gotta at least provide some resistance to to the middle to the paint. That's what you should go with. And Reed Shepard was torching him off the dribble. He's getting to the basket, easy layup. Yes. And why that wasn't considered for the last play call, I have no idea. And the future, and the future of, of Kentucky basketball is very shaky. Yeah. Very, very shaky right now. All right, let's read some text here before we take our break, our final break. Don't you think that's why John Wall told Cal to let them run? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he, he did. He said, let them run. Text a prime example of some woman who just rolls the ball out there. Again, I don't think he just rolls the ball out there. I think he's pressing. I, I think he's... I, I I believe he's overthinking and overanalyzing himself. And it's rubbing off on the team. It's not just rolling the ball out there. He's stuck in this idea that I'm going to make this work. I'm going to make this work. It's going to work. And that's where he is. And he continues to fail at it. Uh, Texture, that period you described is when Rob uh, Robick stopped coaching, went to administration in 2019. Then he left after 2020. Uh, Texture, on Joe Lenardi's simulated 2020 tourney, Kentucky by the Final Four as a two seed. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that exactly. That's That was my point. That was a damn good basketball team. Texture, uh, the fan base majority for Louisville basketball checked out last year. This year was a gift to Kenny Payne because he played here and so many ex-players are on the staff. The most disappointing part of uh, Kenny's tenure is poor recruiting, along with the complete disregard for defense. Went to the Bellarmine loss in 2022 and have him back since. Lifelong fan and alumnus since the early 70s. Louisville basketball is completely irrelevant to the vast majority now. I've moved to dislike Josh Hurd and his lack of leadership. Ridiculous payout causes in the coaches' contracts are beyond discussion. No hope for improvement or change until Josh is replaced. I wouldn't put it all on Hurd. Uh, he did hire Jeff Brom, which was an easy hire. I mean, let's let's not lie. I mean, Je- Jeff Brom was going to come to Louisville, and it was an easy decision for Josh Hurd. This basketball decision will make or break Josh Hurd. Uh, Texture is uh, tweeting uh, at Biscuit. <laughs> Wrong show. Uh, let's see here. Texture, one and Duns will never be ready. That's that's not true. Kentucky's won a championship with one and Duns. They've gone to Final Fours with one and Duns. Mike Krzyzewski won a championship with one and Duns. Bill Self has been successful with one and Duns as well. Texter, do any of these disappointing guys uh, DJ Aaron Edwards return? No, not, they're, they're all gone. I don't think. I don't think DJ. I don't think it's fair to put DJ Wagner in there with Aaron and Edwards. I think he was hurt on Saturday. I mean, he's been SEC uh, freshman of the week three times. I think DJ's been overall this season has been good. Has he been the top? five player that we expected him to be no but i wouldn't put him in in the same boat as aaron bradshaw and no, justin edwards dj shown stuff this year bradshaw and yes. edwards we're still waiting for them to have a breakout game dj wagner is a good perimeter defender and we've seen with them not being out there how big of an impact that's had they've been what one in three since he's been hurt and all yeah. that stuff so 
I would not throw him in that either. And that's kind of the problem, though, when you have the recruiting rankings and you have him in the top five. We're expecting yeah. DJ Wagner to be an all-world player. And he happens to be really good. But because of the way his recruiting ranking was, that's not good enough in the eyes of a lot of people. And no, that's I, a great I, point I would not by put you. Wagner in that that group. I no, you're, you're exactly right. I, I think I think here here here's here's the difference between DJ Wagner and a guy like Rob Dillingham or Reed Shepard. DJ Wagner can get to the bucket. He's a good finisher, not a great finisher. Right. He's a good shooter, not a great shooter. Mm-hmm. Rob Dillingham is a great finisher. Yes. And a great shooter. Mm-hmm. Reed Shepard is a great finisher and a great shooter. Yes. Rob Dillingham also has a gear that neither Shepard nor Wagner have. Nobody else has. No, no, like maybe like two other guys in college basketball has a gear, right. uh, has a gear like he has. He can he can he can get get somewhere point A to B faster than maybe all but two guys in the in, in the NCAA can get. This game is so suited for the NBA. He's going to be. Really oh, he's going to be starting. And that's what sucks, Zach. Is I feel like that guy. And Andy said this. I'm still in his take. I feel like he has like a Tyrese Maxey type. He does. Or, or, or Shea Gilgis Gilgis Alexander type arc in the nba which you, you get him with a team that knows how to coach him he's going to be a star and that's a point i made with louis this morning how many guys have we talked about in the calipari era that have their talent has been maximized once they got to the nba and calipari kind of stunted their development and once they got to the nba with a freer game all of a sudden the shake gilgis alexander all these guys look great yeah why can't calipari make that work and at the college at the college level, level no i agree people are like, officiating it's the speed of the game da, 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 da. no it's if you're not. a great player you're a great player correct i mean john wall was a great player under john calipari he's a great player in the nba mm-hmm. uh, i mean he carl anthony towns was a great player under john calipari he's a great player in Julius the NBA. randall and anthony davis i mean anthony there's davis. been guys like that but no i i think that take is is a fair one all right a couple more texts and we'll take a break texture since 09 how many titles have been won with a one and done format to building a roster i counted two then then look Look, that's that's a great point. I know this is you talks, but I mean that that's what Kenny Payne wants to do, and it's not working. Out. Well, actually, he's got a, a more of a mix. Texture, can y'all answer this though? If you don't have your next head coach ready to take the reins, why not let him have the last year and not extend him if the original contract is for four years? Uh, Texture, a <laughs> a Shane Gillis type arc is elite. <laughs> Thank you. All right, let's take a break here. Uh, on the other end, we'll wrap up the show. I have a Chris Mack sound that I want to play. Uh, he looks like he's getting ready to get back into the coaching. Also, uh, Kenny Payne sound. We'll do that and more. I want to remind you about our good friends at 502 Hemp and 812 Hemp. We'll be here. They're out there this Friday at the 812 Hemp location over there in Jefferson, uh, sorry, not Clarksville, Indiana, off of the Lewis and Clark Parkway, right up at the Kroger and the Court Physical Therapy. And then uh, don't forget about the 502 Hemp location out there in Douglas Hills. But yeah, we'll be on location on Friday, and they have a buy one, get one on all their Myra gummies and their CBD oil until February 16th. So until Friday, go out there. They have buy one, get one Myra gummies, CBD oil. Buy one, get one free. You don't have to have any promo code or anything like that. It's just a a, a, a great deal that they're running. Tell them that the roundtable sent you. You heard them, uh, heard about them here on the show. 502hemp.com, 812hemp.com. Are you calling us with five first-round picks saying, well, at least we'll make the tournament? <laughs> No, I'm, I was talking about that last. I was talking about that last. No, I was seriously. I was talking about that last holiday, man. You shouldn't, you shouldn't want to settle for winning, winning eight games in a season. 
<laughs> well, hey, we got five first round picks. Well, we're gonna make tournament at least. We're gonna, we're gonna be a ten seed and make tournament. So eat that, eat that, boys. <laughs> Welcome back to the round table with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Strebel. Yeah, I've been there before, Steve. I, I understand it. It's, but still, I, 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 I look. I get like I get why Steve's laughing, and he should he should laugh. Is like, he wrong? No, but no. he's down bad. Yeah, is he wrong? You no, know, that's a great way to put it, Zach. Is he wrong? No, he's not wrong in his sentiment. But you have an eight win basketball team. <laughs> like like maybe uh, but Kenny Payne has won more games in the month of January than John Calipari, which is true. That makes trending me, up. Yeah, which makes me sick. That is true. But you know, and look, I don't know if Kentucky. I mean, there's a world, Zach. Where Kentucky does not make the tournament, I don't think they will miss the tournament. I don't think they'll miss the tournament either. Either, but North Carolina I'm, win. If anything else, I'll just that and them. but I mean, and it's the roundtable here on ESPN six eighty one zero five seven, and we'll we'll get to some more chatter here. Uh, but hey, we have all the play by play coverage tomorrow. We have Louisville basketball at Boston College at 7.30 p.m. on 93.9 The Ville. Thursday, Louisville women's basketball at Boston College. That's at 6.30 p.m. over on 93.9 The Ville. Friday, Louisville baseball versus Indiana State at 11.50 a.m. on 93.9 The Ville. Manual basketball versus Mail, 7 p.m. here on ESP 680, 105.7. Then NBA Rising Stars Challenge, 9 p.m. on 93.9 The Ville. So check that out. And then I'll get to some more stuff here throughout the week. But the a lot of basketball here on the stations as well and don't forget the additional program we have Louisville Sports Live uh, that's Wednesday at 7 p.m. on 93.9 The Ville Saturday the Victory Formation Sports Show with Jeff Lightsey 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on 93.9 The Ville also uh, James Black doing that and the High School Hour brought to you by the Cutter Group that's 10 to 11 a.m. on ESPN 680 on Saturday as well and then Sunday is the Sunday morning hangover 10 a.m. to noon with Nick Kern and Phil Baker here on ESPN 680 1057 text the text line 437-9680 UPS jobs text line there but I mean Zach you got to look at this too buddy and I'm with you I like I still think they're going to make it yes but there's a world that it doesn't happen now there's no world in which Louisville makes a tournament like there's there's none unless they somehow won the ACC tournament and then you know at that point the world would be over. Yes, yeah, so well, the apocalypse will occur. The apocalypse yes, will the apo- yeah, but, uh, pigs will fly. Yeah, like, every other metaphor. You Dogs and cats Dogs living and together. Cats living together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're all up in the sky, <laughs> along with the imaginary pie that all the Louisville fans are still out there hoping to eat. Exactly. It sounds like a weird Wednesday it that got, we're yeah. that we're getting into right now, Zach. Absolutely. But I mean, you, you look. I said they have Old Miss tomorrow night. What, you mean Blank's favorite coach in the history yeah, of the world, yeah, Chris yeah, Beard? Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, the only it's the, his Louisville job audition. If he wins that game, hire him tomorrow. No, no, if, no you're exactly right. If I mean, if Chris Beard and Ole Miss win that game tomorrow night, that's exactly what you're going to hear from Louisville fans. Yes. And I'm not saying they're wrong, but it'll it'll be Chris Beard or bust mm-hmm. if he beats John Calipari in Rupp Arena. So they have got they've got that game. At Auburn this Saturday, that's gonna be tough. Yeah, I don't like that matchup for them. Nope, not at all. At LSU eh. versus Alabama, fifth, they're number fifteen in the country eh. at, in Rupp Arena. At Mississippi State, they 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 struggled with them a little bit at Rupp Arena. Uh, then Arkansas, Vanderbilt, who cares at Tennessee? So you could, be, I mean, Zach, if things don't improve, 
That's one loss, Mississippi, Ole Miss, two losses, Auburn, three losses, Alabama, four losses, Mississippi State, five more losses, Tennessee. That's a 12-loss season, Zach. Yeah, which is very doable. Yeah, I, I mean, do you feel comfortable with the selection uh, committee with a 12-loss Kentucky team saying, oh, yeah, they're definitely in? Yes, for two reasons. One, they beat North Carolina. And number two, when in doubt, they're going to pick the Blue Blood. Kentucky is the Blue Blood of college basketball. They, they are. But so, man, yes, it's I, all, it's I think they'll Okay, so the year... Okay, so the year they they made it with the Harrison Twins the, fir- the first time. All right, 2014. Ha- ha- yes, 2014. They, Let me see. They were an eight. Then, but I want to see how many losses they had. Let me go back. Let me go back to the, the time machine. This, that was 2013-2014. That team was... Here we go. Okay. I don't want... Yeah, I want the schedule. Here it is. Okay, so that team, Zach... Let's see. 29-11. and 29-11. And they made it as an eight seed. Right. And then went on that miracle run. Yep. Like, this team is trending worse than that team. But they also <laughs> made a run at the end of the season. They did. The they did. the SEC tournament. No, you're, you're right. They, 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 they did. They lost to Florida in the in the championship game yep. of the SEC tournament. They beat LSU. Then they beat Georgia. Then they lost to Florida. But they, I mean, they, I'm looking at their, their record and they, I mean, they, they didn't have a stretch like this. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, they really didn't. They never had a stretch. They to lost where, three out of four to end the regular season, but that's the closest thing. But that's the closest thing, and o- only let's see, how, like one of those games was at home, and it was a loss to Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, all the rest of them were on the road. That that that, 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 that to end the season, right? Or a neutral site with I mean, I, I, Zach. I mean, I, I understand the talents there with this team, but. It, they had to I mean they got to win Tuesday. They've got to win Tuesday. Yes. They absolutely got to win just to get off the schneid, just to get some positive vibes back. You imagine losing four in a row at home at Rupp? No, uh-uh. I, I can't. I couldn't imagine losing three, Zach. No. That was unthinkable. It was unfathomable. And two of those losses are inexcusable. The Florida loss and the Gonzaga. Yes. Tennessee's good. So, I mean, that happens. Yeah, Tennessee's a good team, but, I mean, they punk That's Kentucky. That's a game you should. Win. Kentucky never led you that You don't game. give up 100 points at home. No, and Kentucky didn't lead Gonzaga until the second half. Right. Like, they didn't They didn't take a lead until the second half. They never led in the first half. And Gonzaga made, what, five threes the entire game? Yeah, they, 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 like they shot great, or no. they had a, uh, more free throws in Kentucky. They just out-muscled them. They bullied them. They bullied them, and they and they picked a weak spot out, and they continued to to go at the weak spot. And the thing that frustrates me the most is the fact that they lose the same way. There's no real adjustments no. being made. It doesn't look like they're improving in any facet. It just seems like Groundhog Day over and over again, that they're losing because they can't rebound. They're losing because they can't defend the three. Yeah. In Gonzaga's case, they didn't really defend it. Just Gonzaga didn't make them. No, that's just. But they're giving up eighty points, ninety points. Like this is an offense that's near the top of all of college basketball. And they it's are being wasted yes. because they can't stop a nosebleed. Yeah, and it, it's, it's frustrating. All right, let's let's play this. All right, so Chris Mack has some interesting things to say. Uh, so Chris Mack might be coming out of retirement. Go ahead and play that, Zach. You know, for the first time since the, the whole Louisville time, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of look at the options and see what's out there, and you know, see if it's a good fit. And if it is, then uh, it's probably something that I'll end up jumping back into. But it has to be the right fit. I've learned a lot over the two um, head coaching jobs that I was fortunate enough to be a part of. So, you know, we'll see. 
Why do you feel like it's the right time now? It's a lot different when both your girls are out of the house, you know, and, and not that I don't love my wife, but, you know, I, I need a purpose, um, you know, more than just sort of working out and hanging out with my son. And, uh, you know, I miss it. There's some things I really miss about the game, uh, about being a part of the team, you know, day in and day out. Um, and, and so I've really enjoyed the time away. I think I've learned a whole lot, studied a lot of basketball. And so, again, we'll see. It may not happen, um, but we'll see. Oh, no, the shot at Christy Mack. It's on the rocks. The <laughs> no, marriage is The marriage is on out. the rocks. Oh, I'm no. not my wife, but I got to get out I of the gotta house. I got to do more than just hang with my son. <laughs> I got I to gotta have more to my life. No, obviously, we're kidding. But, I mean, what do you think about that, Zach? What do you think about Chris Mack? Take, look, I, I think – I don't know what I think of Chris Mack. Look, he did. He was a great coach at Xavier. There's a reason he got the Louisville job, and obviously we know what he did at Louisville. As far as they got to number one in the country at one they point, did. and the COVID year, they were probably going to be a three or four seed. They were a good team that year, but everything just fell apart right after that. And I don't know. It was just bad timing. I think Chris Mack, I think, is a good basketball coach. I, do I don't too. think he's an elite coach necessarily, but I think if you give him a job like. Xavier level. I think Chris Mack would have. I'm, I'm actually with you. I th- I don't think he's an, a terrible coach. No. I I think the I think the job was much bigger than he could handle. Yeah. I mean, it takes it, look Kentucky and Louisville are very similar in this regard. It takes a special kind of person to coach these teams. Yes. Because of the scrutiny, the media attention, the fan you know the the, the fan the rapidness of the of the fan bases, and, and I don't think Chris Mack was built for that. No, it, there's some coaches that just they can't coach in the fishbowl of the elite program. Charlie Strong is a great example of this. Charlie Strong was very good as the head coach at Louisville. Yes. But he could not succeed at the University of Texas because his personality just did not match that job. You're right. There's some boost that obviously didn't buy in from the very beginning, but there's some people that can handle being the head coach at Texas or being the head coach at Alabama or the head coach at Georgia. And there's some coaches that just can't do that, but they're very good coaches at a mid-major level, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, I, I like let's say, I mean, Chris Mack is a guy that I think would be successful in a place like Ole Miss. Absolutely. Like, if Chris Beard moves on, takes a job somewhere else, Louisville or wherever, mm-hmm. another big job. They, like I think Ole Miss, like their first call should be Chris Mack. Let's start the rumors. Chris Beard to Louisville Chris er, and Chris, Chris Mack, Mack to, to Ole Miss. Miss. Yeah, you, you heard it here first on the roundtable. is your boy ZC and James Strebel. Uh, texter, he also clowned Coach Cal with his Twitter videos. That was funny. Uh, well, it wasn't so funny uh, when he, he was when the FBI was on campus. That, was, it wasn't, it wasn't that as tends funny. to not make things very funny. Yeah, it was funny that time and then yeah he, he lost the cow and then he you know he the fbi was on campus and then he ducked cow with a with a fake covid uh breakout so we, 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 we i can relate that. jim harbaugh did the same thing jim harbaugh did the he did he did the exact same thing i mean he, like, we have covid and it's like okay we had a spirited practice the next day yeah the next day was a good practice texter i take mac over this clown show oh absolutely i, I i'm with you i take of chris mac over over kenny Payne. texter don't need beard to win tomorrow to be busting for chris <laughs> 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 Understand, but I think the ground swell would be even greater. Texture rumors swirling uh, that Musselman is UofL's guy. I, I kind of look. Who, who's the individual? Zach, help me here. Mm-hmm. That's saying that there's too much smoke around Musselman. Who's oh, been saying uh, that? There's too. There's like they, they don't. They don't believe it because it's too much. Gary Parrish, perhaps? No, it's someone around here, and I can't Uh-oh. I can't remember who it was, but it's like there's too much smoke around Musselman. Uh, here's a picture of 
Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan have officially broken up. Oh no! 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 Larsa Pippen and oh my gosh! That's a what the love? The, love is dead. Love is dead. Love no. is dead. No! Not Larsa. They weren't they like weren't they like being intimate like seven times a night or something like that? Yeah, it was something crazy like that. Yeah, which, I mean, good for them. Yeah. I mean, your boy needs to sleep, though. Yeah, Michael. Uh, Michael's not too disappointed about no, that. No, neither is Scotty. Yeah, I'm at, yeah. I think Scotty and Michael Jordan are both like, woo! Finally. Thank goodness. Oh, they still hate each other, but. Although they still hate each other, but now, I mean, that's the ultimate indignity. And they're like, it they're really the, is. They're having the guts to invite both of them to their wedding. Ugh. Uh, uh, Can you imagine? No. Can you imagine Scotty Pippen getting that getting that invite in the mail? Yeah, like getting that invitation. Like, what? Oh, honey, what's in the mail today? You got some, you know, some Menards coupons. <laughs> you, you, you think Scotty Pippen's going to Menards? <laughs> well, they're still sending the coupons. I mean, I don't say he's going, but you get some Menards coupons. You you get some you get some uh, some some Papa John's pizza coupons. You, you get a couple bills in there. It's like, oh, it's a, what is this? It looks like a card or invitation. What's it from? It's from Lars. It's from my ex-wife. What is this? You open it up. You know, we cordially invite you to the to the wedding of larsa pippen and marcus jordan yeah. uh please reserve uh asap do you want chicken or fish and uh do you have a plus one no right. absolutely no that, that'd, be, that'd be devastating yeah like scotty pippen's like scotty pippen's like bleep you no i'm not i'm not going oh that letter went straight into a fire right after oh absolutely and michael jordan's probably thinking to himself like you know i got him again i got <laughs> I took that personal. I got, I got, him, I got a beginner. It's like he's he thinking to himself, like, eh, you know, maybe put Marcus, out, push Marcus out of the way. Maybe you know, yeah. maybe you know, uh, the young calf isn't oh, what the old no. bull is. You know what oh, I'm saying? No. Like, you know, <laughs> the young calf doesn't have what the old bull has. <laughs> Apparently, he does because I mean, seven so times he, a night. So he's having a new version of the Last Dance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With, with, and that's the last look. The, I mean, as bad as the indignity is of your ex-wife is with your rival's son yeah what if your rival pushed his son out of the way oh and then got with your ex-wife yeah it i don't think you could show your face on the planet no scotty pippen would have to go to mars with elon musk would have to go to mars yeah yeah, yeah, or antarctica or somewhere like that. antarctica with uh, admiral bird and find the 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 center of the earth that's right where it's all there's an oasis where the yeah absolutely uh where where the uh atlanteans uh finally ended up i don't believe in love anymore no don't don't zach don't give up don't give up on love because travis kelsey and taylor swift are proving to us that love does exist is it fake love though? Yeah, well, it's not. That's not real. Of course, that's not. When he's up there, Viva Las Vegas. She they panned to her. She went. Ugh. Oh, did you, did like, you see after the game? Like, look at Taylor. She's down on the field with him. Oh, she she's letting him and his mom have their moment. How nice was that? Uh, he started rubbing his stomach like she like he was pregnant. Yeah, that was odd. That that, that was, was a bit. Weird. That was weird. Like she's rubbing his tummy. So you, you don't have like you ever it? had a woman rub your tummy? Never. I'm trying to think if. I don't want to commit one way or the other. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I am. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Texture. They are sick of his bleep. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. If that's in. Uh, that's in regards to Texture. I understand an Ohio State fan calling out fake COVID when his soft coach got smacked by Harbaugh the last three years. All are. Are you all going mags questioning the pandemic? 
Are you? Oh, are you going all mags? Questioning the pandemic? No, that's not. No, <laughs> no, that's not what we're doing. We're not questioning the pandemic. I'm saying that you know Louisville magically got COVID. Yes, like the week they played Kentucky, and nobody, then it was just all gone. Nobody's denying that Harbaugh whooped Brian Day the last three years, but it's also true that Jim Harbaugh ducked the Ohio State game in 2020 when he yes. was probably going to get fired. Yes. All of those statements can be true. Uh, well, absolutely, they can all be true. Uh, hell yeah. Absolutely, that could be true. And it's like, well, are you going back on this? It's like, no. We're seeing a fact here. And it's another example, Zach, of Louisville football fans thinking they're on Ohio State's level. I know that drives you crazy. Very much so. It has to drive. It, it would drive me crazy. It drives me crazy. Yes. To, to, I'm not even an Ohio State fan. I'm like, relax. You are not Alabama. You are not Georgia. You are not Ohio State. You had one good year. Congratulations. You got to the ACC championship game. Big deal. Oh, we made it. We w- Even though we're three-game losing streak, it doesn't matter because we got the transfer king, baby. Yeah. Guess what? Ohio State had a higher transfer class than you did. The portal king. Don't you dare talk bad about the portal king on these airwaves where Mark Blankenbaker has takes. How dare you? Uh, Texas, the UNC win is a wash due to the UNCW loss at home. Uh, I-, I think that's that might be right. Yeah. Texter Rig has Rig UK has struggled with the mix between high end freshmen and experience. Cal pretty much builds a new team every year and only has these guys for six months. They blossom in the NBA when they can concentrate uh, full time on their craft. Yeah, absolutely, that's true. Texture, a lot of people whoop Ryan Day. LMAO. A lot of people whoop- fifty six and eight. That's not a lot. Yeah, who like who whoops Ryan Day? Yeah. Okay, so Other than lost, Harbaugh. Yeah, they lost by a point to Kirby Smart. Okay, whatever. They lost to Oregon once. They lost to Alabama. Everybody lost to Alabama back then. Like, yeah. Come on. Harbaugh, I'll give you. Yeah. That's it. But you're not a you're not you're not a Ryan Day. I'm not a, I'm not a Ryan Day big time stand boy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not that. I've yeah. been very critical of Ryan Day. And this text was a Michigan fan, so he has yes. to talk crap to you. So I do I, like, I understand. I like that. Chip Kelly. I like them bringing Chip Kelly. You like Chip Kelly as the I offensive do. coordinator? Yes, I do. Really? Yeah, because he and uh, Ryan Day played for him, and that's where Ryan Day's coaching career oh. started. Oh. Chip Kelly with the Eagles and then the 49ers, so there's the familiarity there. And you remember Chip Kelly's offenses at Oregon. They were dominant. Absolutely. You know, I I, no, I like the higher two. Yeah. I, I do like now. We haven't even talked about this. It's been so basketball centric today but kentucky got a an offensive coordinator i don't i don't know who he is no one knows who he is. no one knows who he he was the offensive coordinator at, at boise state yeah that's all i know about yeah him. I, I saw the name like yep never seen this before never seen that before i, I mean so I, I, just, can't, I'm not, I can't even do a fake take I no can't i can't do, do a fake take because I, I don't know who he, i don't know if it's a good hire it's a bad hire i don't know i don't know what it is i have to have max godby on friday hopefully uh explain to me what this hire is because it doesn't do any it does nothing for me zach it nothing. does absolutely nothing for me right and like I, I, I am just ready for this Kentucky football season to be a disaster. Like I, I, I it just I'm I'm that's how I'm going with this. Like I'm not picking them to win more than five games. I'm not either. I can't. No, not in that SEC. Not with Texas and Oklahoma coming in, not with you know Georgia. And being not Georgia, with Lynn Cohen quitting you no. know, quitting at this juncture. But and, I want to build roots here. Yeah, those roots didn't last. Yeah, and, I mean, I'll take an NFL guy over. Maybe this guy's good. I, I, again, I don't know. Maybe he's going to be really good. And he and he and Mark Soup's on the right page, but I just feel like Mark Soup's just settled on somebody. So the number came in on how long Taylor Swift was shown on the broadcast. Oh, how long? 54 seconds. That's not bad. No. Like, that's not that big of a deal. No, it wasn't that big of a deal. No. No, it really, it really we, wasn't. There was a Jesus commercial that lasted longer. And that was, yeah. He said he washed feet. At, like, what does that even mean? 
Did Jesus wash feet? Yeah. Well, he humbled himself. Well, yeah. That's what yeah, he, he humbled himself and was able to, uh, even though he was God in human form, yeah. he was able to wash the feet of, of human beings. Yeah. But it's a lot like Usher. Like, does Usher fit the mood for the <laughs> halftime show of the Super Bowl? Not really. <laughs> you want to see Doritos commercials. Yeah. I Mountain want, Dew. Yes. Yeah, so I want to see Mountain Dew commercials, yeah. Doritos commercials, like energy Beer drinks. commercials. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I get it. I, under, I understand, Zach. I, I want to see the Clydesdales. Yeah. You want to see the damn Clydesdales. That's that's right. You want to see, you want to see the horses more than Jesus. That's right. <laughs> what, a, what a take by Not you. Not that there's uh, anything wrong with that. <laughs> what a, what a, <laughs> so who should have been shown more, Jesus or Taylor Swift? I don't know. Oh, what do you mean? You gotta say Jesus. Jesus. You gotta say Jesus. Jesus. You gotta say Jesus. I love you for that, Zach. <laughs> that's a true. That's a true football man right there. there uh, Texas Calipari supposedly head coaches is causing a lube shortage. <laughs> the long oil wrestling match post basketball games are wild. So much baby oil. <laughs> Texter cards are coming for the luck eyes, baby. <laughs> the, the luck eyes. I've never heard that before. Whoa. I've heard it before. Have you, uh, but the, it's lame. It is lame. All right. Uh, fun show today. Uh, <laughs> Texter humbled himself so he could drop $34 million on ads. This, Jesus didn't drop the money. It wasn't Jesus. Jesus it wasn't didn't him. Drop the money. He didn't drop that money. He's still a humble, humble, uh, humble person. That's right. It wasn't him. He probably looked down on dropping $34 million. All right. It's been a good show. Tomorrow we're going to be live at the Blind Squirrel with Anna Tarullo, uh out there. A couple couple show notes. I won't be on Wednesday. I have conferences. So Anna Tarullo and I think Nick Valvano will be hosting on Wednesday. Uh, Thursday, normal show. Friday will be at 812 Hemp. So a lot of things coming up this week here on the Roundtable. But tomorrow, Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday, Blind Squirrel, James Trubel, Anna Trullo. Catch you then tomorrow. Everyone have a great night. Taking care of your family isn't always easy. So we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.